episode number 191 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on two self-help tools I created that support you in getting unstuck and getting clear so you can live deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So this month, I have been focusing deliberately on being generous. In fact, not only me, you, my dear listeners, and anyone else inside of the Living Deliberately Hub on Facebook has been practicing generosity. Generosity is the theme, and because this month is coming to a close, I wanted to dedicate this episode to thoughts I have and things I've learned this month. And in the spirit of generosity, I actually have something to offer you, which I will do at the end of this episode, so I hope that you will stay until the end. So I'd like to start out by reading to you the definitions I've read of generosity. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, generosity is a willingness to give help or support more than is usual or expected. And the Merriam-Webster Dictionary states that generosity is the quality of liberal giving marked by abundance or ample proportions. Now, take a moment and think to yourself, what does generosity mean to you? Did you agree with those definitions or would you add anything else to those definitions? And think about where in your life Are you generous on purpose, and how, and with whom? I think when most people think of the word generosity, the first thing they probably think about is being generous with money or being generous with your time. But the truth is, you can be generous in so many other ways, like being generous with your attention to yourself or to other people, or being generous with your thoughts like in being forgiving, or being generous with taking care of yourself. And inside the Living Deliberately Hub Facebook group, I was wowed and inspired by the many ways people were sharing their ways they were being generous this month. So also during this month, I posted a question to a group of women entrepreneurs. I asked them, when, if at all, are you deliberately generous in your business and why? And I received tons of examples, including responses like going the extra mile for clients and being generous with their time and knowledge, working with a client until she's satisfied, being generous with their staff, generous with information with competitors, which is typically unheard of, generous with leaving spots open in classes for people who need it most but can't afford it, generous with giveaways and discounts, generous with offering free initial consultations, and even one woman said she expresses her generosity in her free podcast. Each time someone else commented, I was inspired more and more, and I'm truly grateful for their responses. 
But when I started reading the responses, it got me wondering why these women were being generous in the first place. I mean, many of them already stated it in their responses, or at least implied it, as in they were being generous to be kind or good-natured or to create good connections with their clients. But I replied to some of them to get clarification. One woman said she's generous in her business because it's important to have happy customers. And another woman said she's generous with her staff because she's grateful to them. And another woman said she wasn't totally sure why she was being generous, but that it's probably because she likes to provide help. All of this made sense, but still there was something that just didn't feel complete to me and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I realized what none of these women mentioned in their replies to me was how they felt when they were being generous. They told me what and how they were being generous, but none of them stated what feeling they got when they were being generous. I mean, it's not like I asked them in my original question, so I didn't expect them to answer that way, but I started to wonder whether or not feeling generous had to be a part of the equation of something to be considered a generous act. Like if you don't feel generous, but you do an act of generosity, is that really considered generosity? And so I posted that exact question on my personal page on Facebook. I asked, is something considered an act of generosity if you aren't feeling generous? And I received tons and tons of comments. I'm going to share some of them with you here, but I encourage you to take a pause right now and reflect upon that question before I share with you the responses and then my conclusion about it. So here it is again. Is something considered an act of generosity if you don't feel generous in the process? So what I realized is that there were a few different camps in the responses. There was the camp of, yes, it's still generosity, even if you don't feel it. There was the camp of, it depends on what the receiver perceives. And then there was the camp of, great question, I have no clue. <laughs> so let's start with the first camp. They said, first of all, it's the act that matters, not the attitude. Feeling generous is a nice warm fuzzy for the giver, but it's not necessary. That is, the fact that you are giving is what matters most. You do not need to feel magnanimous to be generous. They also said that sometimes doing something will lead to a feeling, so it's important to do the act whether or not you feel it. Now, I have to say, this response is a very Jewish response because in Judaism, there are many commandments that need to be followed even if you don't want to follow them. Like, if you believe in the Torah and the Word of God, you have to observe the Sabbath, for example. Even if you don't want to, even if you feel like you don't need a break from the week, you have to do that. Now, if you observe the Sabbath, you may feel the calm that comes with it. Or you may not, but you don't have to feel calm in order to do the act. 
The act comes first. But I questioned that to one of my friends. I asked her, if we do something, but we don't have a feeling that goes along with it, perhaps it should be given a different name. Like instead of saying I'm being generous when I don't really feel like I'm being generous, maybe we should just call it giving. Another person in this camp gave another example. She wrote that generosity is about giving something you aren't obligated to, even if you are giving begrudgingly. Like she wrote, if your friend's phone died and you have an extra one and you lend it to her, even if you didn't enjoy giving it to her, then it's still considered generosity. Okay, so the people in the second camp who raised the thought about the receiver said, you can do something very small that the receiver will perceive as generous. So it would be considered generous whether you felt it or not. In other words, it doesn't matter what you feel, it depends on how the receiver perceives the act and what it does for the receiver. I found these responses fascinating as I hadn't thought of them before. An example of someone in the third camp was this. He wrote, if I stand up for someone elderly on the bus, is that generous of me or is it just second nature and the way I was raised? And that's a great question, right? Is he being generous? Well, according to the definition, he is. He's giving in a big way. But if he doesn't feel it, is that true generosity? And I responded back to this person writing, I'm leaning towards saying, if you don't feel generous, then it's not generous. Perhaps it was a nice thing to do or even the right thing in some people's eyes, but if you're not feeling generous, how can it really be an act of generosity? I told him I would continue to think about it and get back to him. And I continued to think about it as I continued to explore being generous in my life this month and what that really meant. So this month, I practiced generosity with my children, like driving them to places I didn't need to when I knew they could take public transportation. And with my husband, doing little things like picking up after him without letting him know and without making a big deal about it. And with myself, with creating time for self-care and eating quietly and calmly. There were tons of other ways that I was being generous this month. I was generous by dog-sitting a neighbor's dog because my neighbor's family went into quarantine for 14 days. I practiced generosity this month by forgiving someone. I was generous this month by opening our house to guests. I was generous with my time by leading prayer services in my community. I was generous while standing online at the supermarket, allowing someone with fewer items to go ahead of me. I was generous with picking up trash I found on the sidewalk near my house and sweeping up a broken bottle of glass that I noticed on the street where my neighbor parks her car. I was also generous with giving lots of smiles. Was I a perfect person this month? No. Of course not. I don't strive for perfection. I just strive to do the best I can. And this month, I strove for generosity. And this is the conclusion I came to. Well, first of all, I don't like the definitions that I found, and this is why. Neither of those definitions included a comment about not expecting something in return. And to me, that's a big component of what generosity is about. 
Generosity is about giving without expecting something in return. Having a willingness to give help or support, or liberal giving marked by abundance or ample proportions, to me is not quite what generosity is. To me, generosity has to include a pose of not expecting anything in return. For example, when I walked my neighbor's dog this month, every morning at 7.30, even on the days it was downpouring rain, I did not expect anything from my neighbor. When I agreed to walk her dog, she thanked me, but once I started, I didn't expect anything in return. And I think that has to be part of the definition. And regarding the relationship to how you feel, the conclusion I came to is that you absolutely must have to feel generous in order for the act you are doing to be considered generous. Now, stay with me here for a moment before you disagree, because what I'm about to say may sound radical to some of you. I think that if I'm doing an act, let's say my friend who gives up his seat on the bus for an elderly person, and I don't feel generous about it, then I don't think that act is considered generosity. Whether or not the recipient or others observing it thinks it is or not, I don't think it's the responsibility of the recipient to decide whether or not something is generous. I think it's the responsibility of the person who is doing the giving. And I think that if you are doing something, even if it looks like an act of an angel, but you aren't feeling good about the act, or your heart isn't open, or you don't feel happy about it, I personally don't see it as being generous. Yes, it may be kind, or it may be respectful, or it may be giving in small or big ways, but I don't think a person is being generous unless they feel that they are being generous. And I think it's okay to have different words for different situations. In fact, I think it's more than okay. I think it's necessary if we want to be clear and precise with how we are living our lives. If you are giving of your time or your money or your expertise for whatever reason, but you aren't feeling happy or good or generous about it, call it for what it is. You're being giving, even if you're giving $100 million. How you're being is giving. But if you are giving your time or your money or your expertise or anything else and you feel good about it and you feel happy about it and you feel selfless about it, to me, you're being generous. Being generous is a deliberate way of being. It's a conscious act. It's not something you do, in my opinion at least, because of what you think you should do or what others taught you to do. Being generous is something you do because you feel it in your heart. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't follow commandments if you don't feel good about them. I am not saying that at all. In fact, what I'm saying has nothing to do with following commandments. It simply has to do with my thoughts about the connection between your feelings and your actions. I'm not saying they always have to be connected, but when they are, I believe there should be a word for that because you can be the most giving person in the world 
and not be generous, in my opinion, and that's fine. I just think it's important to name it for what it is. The truth is, I may even share this podcast with the women who responded to my question about being generous in their businesses, as I'm curious to hear what their responses would be after hearing this episode. Would they change their responses and say they actually are being giving in their businesses and not being generous because they don't really feel good about the giving they're doing? Or would they say they are absolutely being generous because it feels right and it feels wonderful in the giving that they're doing? Or maybe they won't agree with me at all. It'll be interesting to hear responses from them. So as this month comes to a close, I'd love for you to think about where you practiced generosity in your life this month. Where did you stretch yourself to be more generous with others and with yourself? And where was it hard? Where did you get stuck in trying to be generous and why? Where did you get clear and mentally prepare yourself for being generous? Where did you practice being generous deliberately? I would love to hear your responses. And now, here is a moment of generosity that I would like to offer to some of you, my dear listeners. I'm excited to announce that my second book, The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything, which was published this past August, is now available on Audible, which is so exciting. And I have a bunch of promo codes that I can give away, and I thought some of you may enjoy receiving such a gift. I have 10 promo codes to gift away, and I feel very happy to do so. So if you are interested to listen to my book on audio, I invite you to either leave a comment for me on my website for any of the podcast episodes you listen to, or leave me an iTunes review. If you don't know how to do the latter, you can follow step-by-step instructions I've left on my website at shiragura.com forward slash iTunes. Just leave a comment and let me know that you would like the promo code for my audiobook, and I will announce your name on a future episode once your comment or your review comes in so that we can be in touch. And finally, please don't forget, or if you are new to this podcast, welcome. I want to let you know something exciting that's happening. I am launching a brand new course that I've been working behind the scenes on for the past three months, and I'm so excited about it. It's a 12-week course starting in mid-January, and I'm looking for 10 people to go on this journey with me. The participants on this journey will be working towards one personal and specific goal during our time together, and each week you will receive lessons from me as well as weekly opportunities to meet together with me live so you can receive the support you need to get clear and to get unstuck and live deliberately towards creating the change that you want to see in your life. It's going to be fantastic. And if you want to be in the know, definitely be sure that you are subscribed to my newsletter so you don't miss the webinar I will be leading to introduce it to you. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck getting clear, and living deliberately with you. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. If you would like to continue the conversation with me, come join us in the Facebook group, The Living Deliberately Hub. I look forward to being back here with you next week.